I am Igum and Michelle, and this is a podcast, a safe space where I get to talk about God and share my experiences of walking with Him, as well as dissect what it really means to follow Him. We are currently on a Bible in a Year challenge where we read and reflect on daily chapters of the Bible for 365 days, and I am super glad that you decided to join us today. So today is day 54 of our Bible in a Year challenge. We are going to be continuing on our journey, taking readings from the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy and Psalms. Yes, I finally got the correct pronunciation. Deuteronomy. Okay. So moving on, today there are like two major things that I want to talk on. I forgot to mention something yesterday. So concerning the um arrangement of the Israelites around the tabernacle um we have Judah um listed as the first tribe um meaning that Judah would be the first to march in battle they would be the first to enter into new territory or encamp on a new site and Judah means praise If you were with us on this journey, um you would understand why Judah was a tribe that was chosen to be the tribe that Jesus would come from. Um from the book of Matthew, I think, yeah, the beginning of Matthew, you have like that long genealogy from Abraham to Jesus and then Judas came from the tribe of Judah. That is why he's called the lion of the tribe of Judah. And if you remember quite clearly, out of the sons of Israel, Judah was not the first. He was not the second, he was not the third. Judah was the fourth son, but I would not I would not tell you the answer to this, but if you want to know why the first three sons were skipped and Judah was the tribe chosen for Jesus to come through to the world, yeah, the reason was stated there in that story. Something happened. So, if you can't remember, please go back and go and reread that part. Anyways, so apparently Judah is also the tribe that is to go first. in anything and Judah means praise and for me that is like a huge um significance because how we approach God is very important as to how um that meeting with God is going to turn out if we come to God with an ideology that we want to tell him something we want to command him or we want him to do something for us like we're talking to a genie it's not going to work it's not going to work out god is not your wish maker if you come to god with a countenance that you're angry with him that he did not answer your prayers or he did not do something they wanted him to do that is also not the way forward because by doing that first of all you or facing yourself in a position that makes you seem like you're wiser than God or you know more than him how we approach God matters a lot and this is just like us being told that if we're going to approach God if we're going to approach a new situation or if we have this new challenge that we're approaching the first thing we do is praise because when we praise God we kind of magnify him and we make him bigger than our problems we 
we thank him for what he has already done we thank him not just for what he has done but for who he is it's the fact that we we are so used to this god that sometimes we make him smaller than he actually is (laughs) our thoughts about god is so small like compared to who or what god is is so small our mental capability cannot even handle the truth of who god is and sometimes that can be that can be that can go two ways sometimes we acknowledge the fact that our mind and our capacity is limit limit it's it's limited to knowing and kind of quantifying who god is and then that leads us to just being awestruck about who god is or we can let that limitation hinder us from realizing the truth of the matter and we can limit god to our limited capability i hope that makes sense anyways what i'm saying is that in any situation while we approach god while we approach an obstacle while we approach a challenge we should do so with praise praise first praise in every situation praise in good praise in bad praise in times of confusion praise in times of clarity praise in times of weakness and praise in times of strength and then um secondly is this fact about god we're about to learn is one that would not be that will not go down too well with us because like i said we're so used to limiting who god is with because of our mental capability we're so used to oh god is loving god is merciful which he is god is kind god's grace and mercy no no bounds doesn't have bounds limitless which is true but god is also just god is justice itself god is strict god is disciplined and we're i think because that kind of that doesn't speak that doesn't go too well with us we don't want that part of god some of us would blindly block that out anyways we are being reminded of that today as well in deuteronomy moses kind of talks about that about how he he was told by god that he would not be able to enter into the promised land so something goes on in numbers as we would be moving on like i said deuteronomy is kind of like moses giving a quick flashback of what has happened um so far to the new generation and numbers is like the present real-time event of what is going on with the previous generation so anyways we'll see that as we go further in numbers but moses says this in deuteronomy that god told him that he would not be able to go into the promised land why because he did something which was against what god told him to do out of anger he struck a rock twice and god held him accountable for that and because of that he told him he would not be able to see the promised land i mean there there are so many things that we would want to say like first of all moses was the moses was the intercessor like we've seen so many cases where god would want to kill all of the israelites at once or just destroy all of them because of how sinful they were and how disobedient they were and moses was always there to like 
intercede and to plead on their behalf Moses had the chance God literally gave Moses that opportunity that he was going to kill all of the Israelites and then Moses would be the one that would have like the offsprings and then the generations that would get to inherit the promised land and then Moses pleaded on their behalf but then now Moses the same intercessor was held accountable for his actions and the consequences was quite grave imagine having to suffer all the way from Egypt literally having to force or to to make these people believe who he was then to make these people see who God was then to be that intermediary between these people and God serving going repeatedly to Mount Sinai going without food for 40 days 40 nights pleading on these people's behalf doing sacrifices all of those things only to get to the end of the journey he he even had to plead with god to see how the promised land looked like only to get to that point and then be told that he would never enter the promised land like bro that was just so heartbreaking i don't know like we might say god was unjust we might say i mean god forgave the israelites why didn't he forgive moses that has been serving him so faithfully all these years but the truth of the matter is that that is that is what it is it is what it is god will always be just and we see that truth today so in as much as god is love and god is mercy let us not take that for granted god is also just god and I, another thing that also like came out to me from this is the fact that moses was a leader so i feel like he was held to a higher standard than the rest of the israelites like he had come a long way with god like the rest of the israelites he got to see the back of god he had that closest connection with god than the rest of the people so I felt like he was held to a higher standard. To whom much is given, much is expected. And so I feel like the consequences for him was much more grave than the Israelites. And this just kind of resonates with me in the sense that each of us, we have certain places that we are in a position of leadership. We have people that we have influence over. I have people that I wouldn't say I mentor, but yes they do look up to me in some in some cases in some ways there are people if you want to be walking with god and you want to take it seriously you want to take this christianity journey seriously there are people that you would be influencing in a way you would obviously would um want to be using your life to get people to come into the family to come closer to god so in some way you are their leader because you are kind of guiding them through that process of what it means to be a true christian and so in some way we are all leaders in some way we have influence over others and and so this means that in some way we would also be held to a higher standard than others and so let us be very cautious let us be very cautious about how we go about carrying out God's orders, how we go about carrying out God's commands, how we go about interpreting God's word and his plans for us because in as much as we are dealing with an all-loving and all-merciful God, we are also dealing with a strict and disciplined 
and just God. And so, yeah, we just have we just have to know that and have that at the back of our minds that he's not one to toy with. He's not one to play or joke around with. This is serious business. So, let us just put that in our mind. There are just so many things about God that we would not be able to fathom now in this world. But there are certain things about God that he has revealed to us so that we do not make certain mistakes. And this is one of them. So let us just keep this in mind and remember that we're dealing with the most powerful, the most awesome, the greatest, the height of perfection. We're dealing with that being. So when you come to his presence, when you ask him of things, when you want to praise him, when you want to thank him, when you want to communicate and connect with him, remember who you're dealing with. Remember who you are coming to or going to. Remember who you are walking this journey with. And let that remembrance lead you to connect with God differently. Connect with God not as you connect with your playmate. Connect with God not as you connect with the president. Connect with God as you will connect with God. Because God is God. Right? So, yeah, I think that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening this far. And I will see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. Have an amazing day.